Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. The modern distributed WordPress paradigm demands a different type of technology that is flexible and fast to adapt. We got the chance to sit and chat with Derek Rose, IT consultant and president of Equala Technology Limited, who has a passion for entrepreneurship and has helped a number of people start businesses. Derek is excited to be working with federal grants to help digitize small businesses and analyzing businesses top to bottom to find the most effective places technology can improve their costs, revenues, efficiency, and empowerment to make informed decisions. In this podcast, Derek discusses digital adoption and why it's important for your business, how technology needs to change to adapt to the modern distributed workforce, and bootstrapping a new business with low-cost technology. Hi, Derek. On behalf of Canadian SME, I'd like to welcome you to our small business podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well, Maheen. How are you doing? Very well. I'm very pleased to have you with us this afternoon. Yeah, it's an honor to be here. Thank you. Now, Derek, you have uh, a lot of passion for entrepreneurship and you have helped a number of people start businesses. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey and how important it is for you Uh, and for entrepreneurial passion to a startup's success? Yeah, certainly. So uh, my my journey started in technology. I've been uh, building websites and computers for people since grade school. Uh, I worked in prison IT for a while during my degree, and uh, two years later was a senior engineer at an IT firm. Later on, I managed a different IT company before going uh, full-time into uh, Koala Technology, which is my main company. And uh, meanwhile, I was involved in some other companies, mostly in the uh, real estate sector. And my latest thing is I'm uh, building a phone company, which is going to provide low cost phone services for business. And the uh, working name right now is Tin Can Telecom at tincan.tel. And uh, along the way, I've, uh, I've always enjoyed helping people get into business and entrepreneurship. I think that entrepreneurship is a quality of life accelerator. And so I want to see as many people start businesses and start doing consulting and things as I can. And at one point I found I had uh, a number of people um, that I was helping start businesses and they were asking a lot of the same questions. So I put them all in a group. I called the group Boss Bitches. I don't know if I can say that online, but you can edit it later if necessary. (laughs) (laughs) And um, we had uh, monthly meetings and we uh, helped each other as we were getting things started. And uh, I brought in some experts now and again, like an accountant, to uh, talk to us about different ways to structure businesses and taxes. And uh, I've had a lot of fun doing that. And recently, I have another person starting a construction company that I've been uh, helping. And uh, I just really like seeing people succeed and get into the world of, of business, because I think it can improve your life and your family's life and that of your community as well. Right, right. And you know, that that ties me back to the point that technology has completely changed the way companies collaborate. It has helped us connect with people anywhere and at any time. Now, Derek, can you share with the audience what are some of the ways in which technology has changed the workplace? What is the impact of technology on employment? Yeah, yeah, good question. So technology has opened up the world. Uh, Employees can work from anywhere. You know, you can hire somebody from across the country, across the nation, across the planet, which uh, also means that you're competing with other companies across at least your country, if not the world, for uh, good employees. 
So it's no longer good enough just to pay your employees well or have jobs available. Uh, you have to consider the other needs of the employees to make your jobs attractive to them. You know, you need to provide purpose to your employees, belonging, value, community. And those are the kind of things that are going to draw somebody in because it's no longer good enough just to have a job description and an income. Uh, marketplaces have become wide and cheap and accessible. You know, if you want to sell something, your, your market is now the world rather than just your local area because you can sell on Amazon, Etsy, eBay, etc. And these marketplaces are easy to access, um, which means your, your niche that you're serving can grow quite a bit. But you're also competing with people across the world. One other thing I find uh, technology does is by default, tech limits relationship. You know, when you're working with employees at a distance, you're no, no longer in the same room. There's a computer screen in between, and it makes it a bit more challenging to have a relationship. You know, likewise, if you're in a boardroom or some other area with other people and everybody has their, their phones out, relationship is diminished a little bit. And so technology is a massive enabler. But while it's, being, uh, while it's improving our businesses and things that we're doing, we need to make sure that we're maintaining human connection throughout. And technology can help with that as well, but it's not the default. It does take deliberate effort to make sure that we're uh, communicating with people in a robust and effective way and remembering the human on the other side of the uh, interaction that we're doing. Right. Now let's talk about entrepreneurs who are self-made. That is, they bootstrap their way to success and are a rare breed. Now to start a business and bring it to successful fruition takes a sound mix of a lot of things like confidence, risk tolerance, self-discipline, determination, and maybe competitiveness. Now, Derek, what are some examples of bootstrapping that have been successful for entrepreneurs? Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, of the more common ways to, to bootstrap a company. You can start a company in the evenings. Uh, you can start doing uh, something safe, um, a job that gives you the time during the day to take meetings so that you can start something that you love. Uh, one of the ways that I like to, to bootstrap things that has worked well is selling before building. So if you've got a service or a product that you want to start delivering, uh, the common way is to build that service or product, invest a lot of time and money in producing it. And then after that, you go take it to the market and see if the market likes it, if you need to make any changes, and if there's even a market fit at all. Uh, there's a lot of risk there, though, because you have to invest the time and energy up front to build it. And if you end up uh, being mistaken about there being a market for the product, you're, you're out that initial investment. So what I like to do is sell it before you even build it, before you've written a line of code, if it's a software product or made a blueprint, if it's something physical, uh, put together a presentation that describes the product or service you want to do, the benefits that it has for the consumer, and go sell it before it even exists. Go find people who are interested in the product existing and who are willing to invest before it's even available to help make it work. And this does two things. Uh, one is that you can test the market fit before having to make the investment. See if people actually want the thing that you want to sell. And the other is that you can get investment up front. If people uh, love the product so much that they're willing to invest uh, before it even exists, you can use those funds to then go and build the product, knowing that you have a consumer on the other side who's willing to pay for it. Right. Uh, that takes me to the point that small businesses now need to discover digitization and technology strategies to advance their business. Tarek, something that is really trending in the market is a CDAP program. Can you tell our audience what is a CDAP program and why should every Canadian business take advantage of it? Like, Why is digital adoption very important for your business? 
Yeah, so the Canadian Digital Adoption Program is a federal government program funded by $4 billion that came out uh, earlier this year. And it's an incredible opportunity. So there's a few different parts to it. Uh, the first is that the, the government's going to provide $15,000 to have businesses uh, produce a digital adoption plan. And they can work with approved digital advisors to uh, produce that plan. And that plan is going to go in and uh, analyze the business top to bottom, look at all of its departments, all of its operations, and look for opportunities for technology to improve the business. And the, the scope is very wide. It could be that the company needs more marketing. It could be that the company needs a, a CNC saw to improve their operations in the manufacturing side. Um, every single aspect of the business is, uh, is taken a look. And then the digital adoption plan will make recommendations and uh, give cost um, cost estimates and timelines for the the uh, options that are there for the business. Once the digital adoption plan is produced, um, there is a fifty or hundred thousand dollar loan available from the BDC to implement the things in the digital adoption plan, and that loan is entirely interest free, and the first year has no repayments. So the government really wants to have businesses accelerate their businesses with technology and boost their business. Uh, if you want more information about it, if you go to your browser and type in cdap.tech, uh, you can find out a little more about how the program works and what the into is. And I'd also be happy to chat with you about it and see if it's uh, fit for your business and if we can uh, access some government funding for you. No, thank you so much for being so insightful, Derek. Um, now, Derek, you've also mentored a number of entrepreneurs getting started in business, <clears throat> and you've designed and implemented numerous technology solutions to accelerate your clients' business goals. On a final note, can you provide one piece of advice to our small business owners during this challenging time? Yeah, you know, the there's potentially a recession coming up and things are going to be getting tougher. There's already a lot of layoffs in uh, big tech, which might filter down into other industries. And so there is going to be potentially challenging times coming. Um, a lot of the time in those challenging times, the pressure is to lower costs, potentially lower product or service quality so that there can be more margin. Um, but that's what a lot of people are going to be doing. And what, what I would say to do is always, always remember the human. On the other side of every action you take, every interaction you have, almost anything you do in your life, there's a, a human is going to be impacted somewhere down the line. They might be right in front of you, or they might be a few degrees away. And the, the products you create have a human that uses them. The employees that you hire are humans with, you know, wants and needs and challenges, values and desires. And as entrepreneurs, we're not the sum of our products and services or our balance sheets. Uh, we're the sum of the people that we, we serve and impact. So in every decision that you make, remember the human on the other side and how they're going to be affected and how you can serve them and improve their lives in the decisions that you're making. No, thank you so much, Derek, for being so insightful and sharing your knowledge and how small businesses can find the most effective technology to really improve their cost, revenues, efficiency, and empowerment to make informed decisions. Thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Mahin. Derek is a sought-after technology expert and entrepreneur who has designed many successful solutions for his clients. In this episode, he shares lessons from the entrepreneurial journey that will give entrepreneurs everywhere something to take away with them after hearing about what it takes to adapt digitally. We hope you enjoyed it. Once again, we would like to thank our exclusive banking partner, RBC, exclusive shipping partner, UPS, and our exclusive accounting software partner, Zero, for supporting this initiative. 
Please do share the podcast and feel free to check out the other episodes. Also, do not forget to subscribe to the Canadian SME Small Business Magazine. Stay up to date on all our upcoming events and get the top business insights from industry leaders. This is Mahin, your host for the Small Business Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME Podcast. Please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders. Music